Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. We have been discussing Chapter 6, Dhyana Yoga, Yoga of Contemplation and Meditation. Meditating upon the true self. What is my real identity? Who I am? So we have seen in previous chapters in Bhagavad Gita that Bhagavan tried to explain that the self is not this mortal self that you think you are, but it is ever lasting, ever-pervading, own-knowing self. You are no different than I am. Bahuni me vititani janmani. You and I, Regina, have spent many lives. I know them all, but you don't. Once you come to realize the same knowledge that I have as Krishna, as Ishwara, you will also know all of them. In other words, there won't be any difference between I, the Krishna, and you, the Arjuna. Arjuna and Krishna are one and the same, identified with different equipment. So Bhagavan had given us enough instruction how to change this paradigm from identification with this limited self to the higher self. In chapter 4, in verse 10, Bhagavan had given us a complete path, which is a combination of all three paths, Karma Yoga, Bhakti Yoga and Gnana Yoga. Vitaraga Bhayakrodaha Manmaya Mam Upasritaha Bahavaha Gnana Tapasa Puta Madbhavam Agataha Many in the past, purified by the fire of knowledge, have come to recognize my being and they have identified with that Supreme Self. As I, the Krishna, is identifying with that Supreme Self, you also, Arjuna, will be able to do the same. And the method given was Vita Raga Bhayakrodaha. It starts with Vita Raga, without any attachment. One who is devoid of attachment, then obviously he will be devoid of Bhaya and Krodha. Attachment creates fear and anger. Once I'm out of attachment, then there won't be any fear and there won't be any anger. So it all starts with Karma Yoga, where you identify with, with the greater good. And you start working in this world without any attachment, selflessly. Then you become, become devoid of fear and anger. And then Bhagavan says, Manmaya Maam Upasritaha, one who absorbs oneself in me. Their identity, their ahankar, their ego, is now absorbed in that Supreme Self. Just as we discussed before, the room space which is identified with the limitations of the room, once it identifies Universal Self, there is no difference between the two. But once it bahava gnana tapasaha, utaha, many who are purified by the fire of knowledge, the knowledge that I am the limited being is the false knowledge that I have. Bhagavan said once, by your contemplation, 
by your meditation, you achieve that knowledge of the Supreme Self, you will come to my being. So in this chapter, Bhagavan has given us the detailed instruction how to kindle that fire of knowledge. And the assignment given to us is that the mind should become steady and tranquil without any agitations. That's the first goal given to us. That you sit down in a place where there is no other distractions on a comfortable seat and then focus your mind onto the one thought and one thought alone, who I am. First, detach yourself from your sense perceptions then focus in your mind, then mind rolled in mind and intellect, that I am not this being, and then transcend that intellect with that one thought, that I am that pure awareness. In the verse 19, Bhagavan said, Yata deepaha nimataha sthaha na ingate saha upmavasunataha Bhagavan has given us an example what your mind should look like when you are in meditation. Just as a windless place, the flame of a lamp does not flicker, your mind when identified with Supreme Self should not be flickering with other thoughts of other objects and other identifications. Yogina yata chittasya yinjitaha yogam atmanaha. That yogi whose mind is absorbed in meditation, it should be as steady as the flame of a lamp in a windless place. So that's basically the task given to us. And we find it very, very difficult. Mind is going to wander away because of the very nature of the mind. So in verse 26, we have seen. Yataha yataha nischarati manaha chanchalam asthiram. By whatever cause this mind wanders away. Whatever cause? The cause is always my sense perception. So if there is sound when I am trying to concentrate, but there is distraction or there is a noise outside, the sound in the room, that's one distraction. The smell, agarbati. Is there or not foul smell or any touch in the windy place or not very comfortable, it's too hot? These are the distractions, Bhagavan said, for your mind. Because the senses are very active and senses are continue to keep reporting to your mind what's happening outside in the world. Your goal is to detach yourself from the outside of the world. So, water is distracting you. Consciously make an effort not to pay attention to it. If mind starts hearing sound, tell your mind consciously that I'm not interested in hearing this sound right now because I'm trying to focus on the thought about my own self. I'm trying to figure out what my self is. Because Bhagavan said the very nature of mind is chanchala and asthiram, it's very fickle. It wants to go into various directions and therefore it is not steady. That is the nature of a mind. But now your goal is to tame the same mind which we have all accepted that it is chanchala and asthiram. 
into sthiram like that flame of that lamp. The flame of the lamp also flicker when there is wind outside. So this wind right now is of my own vasanas and perceptions and experiences and memories. All that I have to shut down, Bhagavan said. From there you bring it back. Mind goes to noise outside. You recognize that that's where the mind is. As soon as you recognize the mind has gone out, tell the mind, we are not interested in right now. We will come back to the thought about thinking about my own self. Bhagavan has given us technique here. Goal is to steady your mind at one thought. If there are many thoughts, there is mind. So we have defined mind as flow of thoughts is mind. If several thoughts running in the same direction, it creates mind. But if there is one thought, there is no mind. When the first thought comes, there is no mind. Second thought comes, it reinforces the first thought. But then many thoughts come, start flowing in that same direction, it creates mind. But if only one thought about my own consciousness, who I am. Is my consciousness different than the consciousness of other beings? Then it's only one thought and therefore there is no mind. And Swamiji says when there is no mind, there is no ahankar. There is no ego. Because ego is only when the self is identified with the mind, it becomes ego. When I identify with my own limitation, my body, mind and intellect, my accomplishments, my achievements, my possessions, it creates ego. But the mind is only one thought. There is no mind and therefore there is no hankar. Atmaniyam vasam nayet. You are bringing it back to the one thought and establishing that thought into my own self. Is myself different than the selves of all the beings in this world. Is myself different than all pervading self. But once it, if you can practice that, then you will achieve that oneness with the self. And the result of that, we will discuss in the next few verses. It's a prasanta manasam hi enam yoginam sukham uttamam upeti santarajasam brahma bhutam akalmasam Uttamam Sukham Upeti Hi Enam Yoginam. The result of my practice of focusing my mind on the one thought about who I am, he said the result is fabulous. That yogi, Uttamam Sukham Upeti Hi Enam, yogi achieved the supreme bliss by Prasanta Manasam. By this very tranquil mind, mind is not running in many directions, it only runs in one direction, becomes supremely tranquil. Prasanta manasam, santarajasam, there is no other thought to gain anything, to accomplish anything. My passions are quietened. So every moment there is a thought in my mind, I need to do this or I need to achieve this or let me get this thing done. The mind is constantly running in this rajasic mode to achieve things, getting things done. Why are you sitting lazily? That rajas is quietened. So it said, Santa rajasam brahma bhutam akalmasham. Akalmasham 
without any sin. He has become sinless without any sin. Sin is nothing but impurities in my mind. The agitations in my mind about eating happiness from the world of objects outside creates these impurities. These impurities then veil my own identification with the self, create agitations, agitations in veiling. I now do not know who I am and I'm trying to get the happiness from outside. Once this agitations has stopped, I have become sinless. And Brahma Bhautam, now identified with the Brahman, the Supreme Self. It is something like an ice cube in a glass of water identifies that I am nothing but the water outside. Without any real physical change occurring, the identification has changed. But once it's such a yogi who becomes Brahma Bhutam, who identifies with the Brahman, he achieves this fabulous reward of Uttamam Sukham Upaiti Hi Enam Yoginam. He achieves the supreme bliss. All sorrows are now gone, which I had been seeking all along. I wanted that unbroken happiness, bliss, without any sorrows. In this state of meditation, yogi achieves that. Yunjan evam sada atmanam yogi vigata kalmasaha sukhena brahma sansparsam atyantam sukham asnate Bhagavan is really encouraging us to meditate upon our own selves. Because once you find out that myself is no different than any other self in this world, then obviously there will not be any competition. The Bhagavan says, Sukhena Brahma Samansamsparsam Atyantam Sukham That yogi find this contact with the Brahman very easily. Yunjan evam sada atmanam. If that thought becomes a predominant thought in my mind, Right now, this predominant thought in my mind is I am this limited being and I have to survive in this world out of all this competition. Whether we like it or not, that thought is the basic thought in our mind. We have all other thoughts, but the underlying thought is I am this person who has to make his living and compete in this world outside. As easy it is for us to think about that, but once said, when you change it to make it as easy to think about that I am not this limited being, but I am this all-pervading, almighty self, but playing my role as this limited being right now. Just as Krishna said, I am playing this role of Krishna, but I am not born. I am Ajaha. I never took birth as the Supreme Being, but I'm still playing this role of Krishna. But once and when that thought becomes predominant in that yogi's mind, yunjan eva sada atmanam, yogi vigata kalmasaha, that yogi becomes free of all sins, because now he is not identifying with any of the agitations of his mind, any of the shortcomings of his intellect, or any of the pains of the body. Bhagavan has defined yoga in this chapter, Dukkha Sanyoga Vyoga Yoga Sangita. Detachment from the sorrows is yoga.
detachment to the to the attachment to sorrows we have this tendency to attach to our sorrows more than we attach to our happiness sorrows of at my body level if there is something not right with my body my mind will constantly go there if i am not happy about something my mind will go there so we are always focused on what is not right in our life but once it when you focus on what is really right about you that you are the ultimate self that becomes the predominant thought all this attachment to the dukkha will drop because it is not my dukkha now it is my body's dukkha or my mind's dukkha sukhena brahma samsparsam atyantam sukham asnate he enjoys this contact with the brahman very easily one who has dropped this identification with limited self he enjoys this contact with the brahman very easily the swami ji points out here that this may be an argument for dualistic philosophers that here bhagwan said that someone is contacting someone then there are two entities this brahman outside and i am contacting the brahman swami says the vedanta clarifies that this contact is basically something which is praptasya prapti i am always in contact with myself but to veil through my agitations of my mind when the agitations of mind are quieted then that contact becomes very apparent very easy So in the next verse, Bhagwan said, "What will be the vision of that person? Sarvabhutastham atmanam, sarvabhutani cha atmani, iksate yoga yukta atma, sarvatra samadarsana." That yoga yukta atma, that yogi who is established in his yoga firmly, we have seen in different definition, yoga chitta vritti niroda ha. when the mind's vagaries are controlled that's yoga when mind is not running in many directions that's yoga yoga yuktatma one who is established in this yoga one who is identified with the supreme self he becomes sarvatra samadarsanaha he sees unity in all things all around right now we see plurality we see differences we differentiate one thing from another by differences we find in two things this is what differentiate the book from a table table from a room because we are we are focusing on the differences is about one who is established in knowledge he sees unity i listen to physics lectures a lot try to understand what this new physics is all about so a quantum physicist is established in his knowledge of quantum physics he will see that he is in the quantum field like every other object every other matter in this universe his own self is also in the quantum field but that quantum field is also in him he sees this universality of matter in this world because he has come to the conclusion the matter is made up of only few basic ingredients which we don't understand yet but there is no difference between matter in my body myself and anywhere else in the universe 
because of his fundamental understanding how this universe works. We used to call it materialistic view, they call it physicalism, now or naturalism. They believe that the consciousness rises out of this combination permutation of this particle. Vedanta says no consciousness is outside of it and because of the consciousness everything exists. But the reason is the same. When I see the limited entity into this universal entity, and this universal entity into the limited entity, then the vision becomes complete. Sarva Bhutastham Atmanam. This, this self, this consciousness, this awareness is residing in all beings. We typically have not much problem with this statement. You can see that this consciousness in all conscious beings. There is consciousness. But we right now consider it to be a separate consciousness. My consciousness is different than your consciousness. It is Sarva Bhutani Cha Atmani. But I also have other reason if I am a yogi. That not only that the self is in me, but I am in the self and so are all other things and beings in that self. Only thing that exists is the self. And everything and every being is in that self. Iksate Yoga Yuktatma. An ice cube in a glass of water consider itself to be separate from water because it is very different than the rest of the water in that glass. But if that ice cube suddenly have this awareness that I am made up of water, Water in me is no different than water outside. So, water is in me, but I am also in the water. When that connection is made, then the vision of this world will be different for us, Bhagavan said. Sarva Bhutastham Atmanam, Sarva Bhutani Chatman. So, one way I see the differences in all beings, but I also see similarity. That even though all beings are different, the consciousness functioning through them is one and the same. It's the same consciousness as in me. But the same token, none of us can exist. Nothing can exist unless there is an all-pervading substratum in which we all exist, which we call all-pervading self, God or Brahman. If quantum physicists will say quantum field. So, with that reason, Bhagavan said, the yogi's vision becomes complete and he becomes sarvatra samadarsana. He says equality. He says similarity in all things and beings. We'll stop right here. If you find this podcast helpful, please support it by donating any amount by going to the episode's website at neilbutt.com podbean.com or at chinmayarichmond.org Thank you. Om Sarve Bhavantu Sukhina Sarve Santu Niramayaha Sarve Bhadrani Pashyantu Ma Kaschit Dukkha Bhagbhave Om Shanti 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 Ha
ಹರಿಯೋಗುರುಭ್ಯೋ ನಮಃ ಹರಿಯೋ